everyone. Good morning. Welcome to Facebook Live Day 68 Morning Edition. How is everyone doing today? It's Friday. Happy Friday. I um, hope you're having an amazing week. I'm having an amazing week over here. Um, what a fun week in the group. Okay, can we just talk about Chef Lynn? <laughs> I know I was a bit excited in the check-in this morning, but I just cannot. Um, just so excited. As you guys know, if you listened to the to the live yesterday, uh, Lynn's been on my vision board for a while. She's doing the program. She's all in. She loves the community. She loves the vibe. She loves what we're doing. And I just cannot. Um, such a great segment. So many good tips. So many of you um, squeezing those lemons and making your jars of juice. Um, so many good takeaways from yesterday. Uh, she's going to be back. She's she's going to be back and she's going to be sharing her recipes with us and I couldn't be more excited um what else I spilled the tea on Tuesday with uh Sharon and Stefan oh, I cannot did we not all just cry <laughs> so many people cried over that such a good feel good segment and of course Natasha at the beginning of the week wow she really kicked us off it feels like the longest week ever but also like super fast which is how things move moving forward uh, if you got questions load them up let's get right into them today um it's the weekend I'm not worried about you at this point um but but uh, no doubt uh, with the world opening up and the nicer weather coming our way, um, you're going to be out and about and hopefully stacking your social calendars. Um, so maybe take a look at what you got coming up the next few weekends. Uh, really make a plan for yourself. You want to finish strong. I saw um, Math, um, what's his name? Um, Matthew McCartney. Matthew McConaughey, um, some of you guys tagging me in that video. I was gonna, I was looking for it this morning. The one where he says like, "Don't half-ass it," um, whether you're a McConaughey fan or not, um, don't half-ass it. And he was just saying, you know, when you do something and you half-ass it, there's always gonna be this. What if I would have been all in, you know? And I think some of you are already experiencing that because you're asking if you should go back into previous weeks because you know, in hindsight, you're thinking, "Oh, I didn't really capitalize with this program coming to an end. I didn't really capitalize on it." the way that I wanted to. That's really easy to do in hindsight. If you're here now, that's like, you should just give yourself a massive pat on the back because you're actually here. You know, it takes a lot to still be here. But you know, he was talking about no, just don't half-ass it. If you're all in, then no matter what happens, you know that you were all in and you did the best that you can. So whatever you got out of it was the max of what you could get out of it. And I know some of you had big goals and you wanted to hit big numbers, but your body doesn't talk in numbers. You can think and want and wish a number all you want. Your body is not listening to that. It's like, what is this number? It doesn't know. Um, you know, and the body's gonna, you can be relentless in your pursuit and you can maximize and do all the things, but you know, there are things going on in your body internally that the body needs to address in order to make your finally and forever happen. And that's the end game. And as, no, as much as you guys want the scales to move, you want to move fast, you want to hit those numbers, you want to lose your weight finally fucking forever. Like you want to be done. That is the goal here. Not a quick fix, not by summer, not on those things, although those would be nice. Um, finally and forever in a way you get to move on where physically you have dressed your body's issues, you've helped it level up, your body has no need to store fat, you're super in tune. And then mentally you've worked through all those issues and associations and all that bullshit you got going on in your brain that you picked up from the diet industry all over the years, right? Terrified to eat this, terrified to eat that, thinking your body's trying to make you fat, thinking that you're never going to be able to sustain and maintain your weight. And that's not true. It's just that all those other diets that you did were never designed to help you maintain and sustain. They were designed to help you lose. And that's where the diet industry is flawed. There's lots of diet
diets out there that will help you lose. How many have you done in the pursuit of a quick fix for the last 20 years? Let me say that again. How many of those diets have you done in the pursuit of a quick fix over the last 20 years? Not the quickest fix, not the quickest fix, you know? So if you are all in in these last few weeks and you finish strong, that is going to say a lot to your belief system about your ability to follow through on your own and do what you need to do to get this job done, right? It's all about finishing strong and then finishing this process. You finish it, check it off. All right. And we are going to make sure you guys are super clear on next up. Some of you might want to go on your own and you had a couple options for that. Redoing the process again, using the information in this group because you have access to it ongoing or using a technique called personalizing your plan, which we're going to be breaking down the next few weeks. Um, or of course you have the option of redoing the process again in the group. And then we're going to talk about next steps. Um, so we're going to make sure everyone's super solid, including those of you who are already starting to reach your goals. Uh, so don't stress about that. Be all in, right? Don't half-ass. Although I talk about how you can half-ass this program. Some, most pe some people can half-ass this program and you'll hear that a lot at the end. At the end, we do this whole celebrate and inspire post and you'll hear so many people who are like, man, I, I totally like barely did the minimum and I lost 10 pounds, 15 pounds, whatever, you know, um, there are people who have to do the maximum mom just to see that scale move that's because we're all different we got different bodies that we're bringing to the table in different states you know different issues that we're dealing with we're dealing with you know but you follow this process strong it's going to say a lot about you following and finish finishing your weight loss journey finish this and then that's going to instill the belief you're going to finish your weight loss you're going to get to that finally and forever destination all right let's get into I almost put this is where i'm at today I almost put on my second pair of glasses <laughs> i really need to get new glasses when i'm trying to put on two pairs all right ah let's get right into it happy friday happy friday vicky good morning chef lynn and the energy was awesome it was a vibe all day long honestly hi Lo hi lois good morning happy friday well my weight is up this morning um can i wait let's go back to uh vicky i think vicky's gonna be spilling the tea with us on tuesday i am really looking forward to that i'm spilling the tea on spilling the tea <laughs> i'm so looking forward to that i honestly can't wait we're gonna have so much fun all right, Lois, back to you. Good morning. Happy Friday. Well, my weight is up this morning. Totally expected as my sleep has been almost non-existent. I don't feel tired though. Funny because I've only had three and a half hours. Well, there is something to be said about your, your body's becoming more efficient at everything that it does. And some of you may find that you actually need less sleep and you're waking up feeling more energetic and naturally waking up and bouncing out of bed. So that is something that happens. You, 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 you go from needing sort of longer sleep into actually shorter sleep because your body's getting deeper and more REM sleep. So quality sleep, not quantity. I'm sure I'll end up wanting a nap later, but, uh, um, but I'll fight that or else I may not sleep tonight and that would make it three days with little sleep. I don't know what's going on as I usually sleep well most nights. Well, um, let me finish reading this before I make, uh, before I talk on that yesterday, the day before I drove yesterday and the day before I drove a friend to Toronto to visit his wife who's in the hospital. Well, that might be why you're not sleeping. You know, like just all of our sort of subconscious thoughts. And, you know, here's the thing. When you keep your energy directed at yourself, it puts you in tune with everything across the board. Um, you very, really, very quickly start to realize what works for you, what doesn't work for you. Um, and it puts you in tune to certain situations, makes you more sympathetic, more empathetic, all of those things, right? So it could be some stuff that you had going on in your mind. Could also be spring transition, your body rejigging that internal time clock. This way, a lot of you are noticing that you're waking up a lot earlier. So it could actually be a physical thing where your body is transitioning with the seasons as well could also be 
<laughs> a little bit of detox thrown in there as well. So it could be a variety of different things. Detox, you know, kind of waking you up and you're staying awake with your thoughts. And then you're kind of like, you know, um, in nowhere land with the spring transition. There can be like a week or two where you're just kind of a little feeling a little off. And that's where your body's really focused on, on, on like um, adapting to the seasons. Okay, let me read. Um, yesterday and the day before, I drove a friend to Toronto to visit his wife who's in the hospital. It's an hour drive from home and no washrooms along the route we took. Therefore, I didn't drink much. If any liquid, so that too has put my weight up, right? Not stressing over that as I understand the why of it, but I do have a question. Okay. Should I up my water today? And if I do, will it help me get into detox sooner rather than later? Okay. So you have to, like your body needs a certain amount of water per day, which changes day to day based on your body's needs. So, um, you know, that's the thing about water. That's the thing about water is that you can hit a certain amount and then get hydrated. And then all of a sudden, you know, you hit a hot day or a day where you don't drink any, or you drink a couple bottles of wine or you know you do something exercise and sweat a lot or um, all those things that can cause you to be dehydrated all of a sudden you gotta like start all over again that's what's so fucking frustrating about water and that's why we're always reminding you to stay on top of it and drink it not that you need more and more and more and more it's just so easy to drop the ball on it because it's not something you can drink and then you're hydrated and then you're good right so if you're having if you know that you're drinking lower amounts of water first of all that can really affect your energy levels and make you extra tired um it can um so yeah absolutely get caught up on it so it's all about you can get caught up on your water because it's all about getting hydrated again <laughs> that's the thing about it then that's what's so frustrating and that's why it's so much work to constantly stay on top of it because you constantly need to be keeping excuse me, keeping your levels up. So absolutely. I mean, your water is, a, is an important part of the process, plus all the other things that you can do to maximize. So you may be getting crappy sleep. There's other things that you can do to offset that, right? Um, so work on maximizing in the other areas. Um, the sleep is the sleep. Same thing like people get crappy sleep, like new moms, you know, shift workers, like it is what it is. Is it affecting your process? Yeah. Would it be much better if you could get amazing sleeps? Absolutely. But that's not that's not reality. And can you still lose weight even though you're getting crappy sleep? Yeah, sure you can. But you definitely want to offset that and make sure you are maximizing and do, doing all the things that you can do to, to, to make up for it, to make up for it. So yeah, definitely. I mean, should I have my water today? And if I do, will it help me get into detox sooner rather than later? I mean, that's just a standard around here, right? And making sure you're drinking enough water. You, that's a big part of like, we're not making the body detox. We are giving the body the resources it needs to support it. So when the body does follow through and focus on releasing fat, it has the resources it needs to do that. That's why when you see that scale drop, right? You work so hard, you're drinking the water, you're maximizing, you finally see that scale drop. And then you, when you're in detox, water's not appealing. We tend to drop the ball on it. We work so hard to get into detox and then when we're there we don't drink the water and then when we then the next day right we had that new low then the next day our weights back up again which frustrates us but that's just because our body's retaining more water to continue the process of releasing fat so this is why when we when people say their scale starts to move that's why we're like okay make sure you get on top of your water and not because you need more and more but because we tend to drop the ball when we're in detox because the water isn't appealing and it's the one thing your body needs when it's actually in detox to get that scale moving so now we circle back to my conversation with you it could be subconsciously you just got a lot on your mind right could be your body's um, adjusting to the seasonal change could also be a bit of a detox thrown in there so if you are making a point to stay up with your water in the can't get it in during the day to get it in when you can um, that could make a difference if you're already heading into detox right see how that works um, so yeah you're probably asking this because you're picking probably picking up on that right that's 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 kind of where we're at it's actually so cool where we're at you guys are going to start asking about things and sensing things that are just because you're just so in tune with your body and just bang on with where you're at it's just so cool it's so cool hi 
Hi, Tanya. Good morning. Happy freaking Friday. My goal this session, first timer, was 10 pounds. This morning I hit 14 and have now set my sights on hitting 20. I am doing this. You are doing this. Clearly. I love that. Yeah, it's so normal to, to move the dial on those on those goals for sure. Some of you I know just hesitant, just happy, just happy to lose any weight, you know, let alone reach your goal weight. So you pick numbers you thought were reasonable, which I love. I love that. I love that. And then you, you're realizing that you're hitting those numbers and moving the dial on them. Only you will know. Only you will know. Only you will know. Only you will know. Um, hi, Yvette. Ate Chinese food last night and the scale didn't go up. Thank goodness. Okay. Let's look at this a different way, right? You eat Chinese food for sure. Your weight is going up for sure. Your weight is going up for sure. Your weight is going up if you're eating Chinese food. Um, and just so super salty, right? Super salty. Um, so because it didn't go up, you're probably on the way down. That's, that's the takeaway here. Not I ate food and my weight didn't go up. Whew, no, your weight should freaking be up. So it's probably on the way down. So that's the takeaway for you. So get on top of that water. Assume your body is in de detox and expect that scale to move because your weight should be up today. And the fact that it's not was a good indication. It's actually on the way down. See how that works. See how that works. So yeah, so stay on top of that water. Hi, Jeanette, non-scale victory this morning. Tried the Bragg's apple cider vinegar for the third time. Came to the realization that I love myself too much to do that to myself every morning. For those of you who choke down that nastiness every morning, are you okay? Do you need to hug? You know, you know no, I'm not doing this. I'm not, no, I'm not right. I'm not, no, I know your jokes, but I, no, no, you know, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. You don't have to do the apple cider vinegar if you don't want to, but Oh, doing all the things absolutely adds up. It can make a huge difference. Look at Sharon. Sharon dealt with, she talked about this. She dealt with acid reflux forever. And finally, after adding that apple cider vinegar in, as gross as it is, she, does, she, doesn't, she doesn't have an acid reflux anymore, which she talks about just being the most amazing thing. You know, so no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I don't think it's funny. It's same thing with me not getting on my bike. You know, like I don't want to get on my bike. I don't want to exercise, but you know what? I fucking need to. <laughs> I'm stressed out. I need to do all the things. So I'm not joking about not getting on my bike. It's no longer funny, you know? So if you don't want to do the apple cider vinegar, don't do it. A lot of people are doing it anyway, even though it's disgusting, even though it's gross, because it fucking helps. <laughs> it makes a big difference. So you know what I mean? Like, I know it's jokes, but at the same time, it's really not. Like, let's, let's, get, let's do all the things we can, especially with where we're at in this process. Like, that, that calm magnesium I have every night, ugh, every fucking night. Ugh, every night. Ugh, even Sonia's like, ugh, so gross. But you know what? That shit is so good for you. It works. It keeps my magnesium levels up. It helps me get a good night's sleep, keeps those bowel movements going. It is awful AF, but you know what? I take it anyway. I take it anyway. So we don't need fucking hugs on our way to finally and fucking forever. We need to do all the fucking things that we need to do to get there, especially if we are ragging on ourselves about what's not happening on the scale. We want to not half-ass it just because something is gross and yucky and blah. We want to do all of the things because we want to get there. And then once we get there, then you can stop doing what you want to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? To each of them. I set the bar real high. If they're, if they're like, same thing with the scale. Like a lot of you guys have been talking about the scale. I love, I love your comment. I'm just, you know, I love your comment. Um, but, um, you know, a lot of you are talking about the scale and, and asking, do you need to get on it? No, 
You don't need to get on this scale. I, in fact, I appreciate people who don't want to get on this scale and use it, but you either get on it and use it as a tool because that's exactly what it is and how we're using it to look for the ups, to know when you're on plateaus and to know when to support your body and detox when you're hitting that lows, right? If you're going to use the scale, use it as a tool or don't use it at all. Don't use it at all, right? So, so if you're, if, we're, if there's an ask here and it's not working for you, then, then you can decide if something is not working for you, right? You can totally do that. Is your lemon water going to be make or break? Absolutely not. Is your apple cider vinegar going to be make or break? Absolutely not. But for some people, many people, especially who deal with like acid reflux or um, heartburn situation and in, you know, and, and situations with the digestive system, you know, that, that little bit of apple cider vinegar and lemon water can go a long way in the morning because it's a lack of, it's a lack, it's a lack of acid in your stomach. And a lot of people don't realize that a lot of people take medications to suppress it when we know that now a, a, a lot of the reasons it's caused by a lack of, of stomach acid. And that is because a lot of people are missing their gallbladder because they've done weight loss programs and been successful at losing. And yay, congratulations, you had to get your gallbladder removed, you know? So the little things that we do do add up. Add up, add up, add up, right? Point being, Jeanette, stick into my lemon water. You can stick to your lemon water if you want. You don't have to do the apple cider vinegar. But the apple cider vinegar is a level up. That's the thing. Lemon water, apple cider vinegar. Lemon water is good enzymes, apple cider vinegar, good bacteria. So you want to do all the things. You want to maximize your, your efforts, get in that apple cider vinegar or not because it's really not make or break. <laughs> It's not make or break. It's not make or break. It's not make or break. Hi, Kim. Good morning. Uh, this has been an amazing week with Spill the Tea and Lynn Crawford and the weather changing. Yes, we can feel it. It's a vibe. It is a vibe. The nice weather, right? So the you want to do something beneficial for your soul and for your body and where it's at and get your body out of winter hibernation mode and into spring transition. Get outside, get some sun on your face. Get that sun on your face. You can take your vitamin D, but that doesn't have all the benefits that that sunshine does. It really, like when you get out there, it really signals spring is coming. Your body's going to transition, pull you out of the winter hibernation mode, boost your energy and go looking to release fat. It's not just like the extra sun. Like, well, it is the, <laughs> the extra sun, the daylight and the warm weather that's putting a spring in our step, but physically you're actually noticing your body pulling you out of winter hibernation mode. There's, there's a lot more than just, we're happy the sun is out or we're happy that it's warmer out. Our bodies are actually reacting to the change of seasons and it's giving us more energy. Oh, it's such been such a vibe. What a great week. What a great week. Hi, Patty. The feeling that has come with being all in piles that uh, drive all in pile drives that momentum. It's such a freaking awesome feeling. Yeah. The feeling that comes with being all in, that's it. It's a feeling that there is a feeling of, of like FOMO, missing out, I want to have this, I want to have that. That's why if you want, if you have a food that you're fantasizing about, go eat it. Go eat it because then you're going to realize it's not really as magical as you think. It's not giving you what you want. Um, you know, chances are it's not making you feel great. You'll make that connection. You move it along or you eat the thing. You enjoy the thing. You wake up the next day. You, you, you know, get back at it and you realize you can eat the thing and not gain weight. So win, win, win. So if you're fantasizing about eating the thing, just eat the thing, right? But be all in. Be all in for these last few weeks. Like do that for yourself because you've worked so hard. I was talking about this in the live last night. You, the hard work is behind you. This is where you're kind of showing up and just kind of capitalize on where your body is at. You know, the fact that it wants the fat gone just as much as you do. So it's all about showing up, feeding into that and supporting the body with it. You know, such a great place to be. So like that's like, uh, even if like, you know, scale wise, as frustrated as you may be on it, right? Show up, capitalize, finish this process. You will be so happy that you did, honestly, because it's not just weight loss. It's also building your body up, repairing, rebuilding, regenerating, rejuvenating. There's so much going on, right? So much going on just for basic health and wellness. 
Hi, Paula. Good morning. Happy Friday. Just in the middle of watching Lynn Crawford recording. Oh my God, she has a sense of humor. Isn't she fun? She's so fun. Uh, we admire you, Gina, and you, and you admire Lynn. What really got my emotions going is how Lynn admires you. Ah! Let that be your push on difficult days. Paula, you're trying to make me cry. I couldn't even go into my feels. Oh my God, I might go into them now and I'll just, I'll ugly cry all over the place. I, I honestly, I honestly, uh, Oh, God. Yesterday, I couldn't even think about it because I knew if I went into my feels, I would just be like. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I'm getting my period. So not that that's an excuse, but um, I just can't. Lynn Crawford, like I just. Ah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, thanks, Sonia. <sighs> Right? Didn't she say so many nice things? Ah, I couldn't even believe it. I was like, what is happening? The whole time I was just like, what is happening? And I was just so excited for you guys, right? Like I just, you know what I love even more than the nice things that she was saying to me is that she loves our community. She loves the vibe. She loves what we're doing here and she wants to be part of it, you know, because she sees what you guys are doing and she sees what we are doing and just how great this is. And, you know, like my own personal, like, shit aside like my my team and 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 all of our amazing members and the reason why I'm successful in business is because you guys have put your faith in me and spread the word and my we have the most amazing team oh my god and I'm just so happy for all of us I'm just you know because fuck it's been a really tough last couple of years and you know aren't we just all wanting to do amazing things and live our best lives and you know um you know work on our vision boards and have all, all of our hopes and dreams come true you know Know? And I think Lynn just kind of really represented that for me. And I don't know what it's been about Lynn. It's just like it's been a couple years and I don't know what it is about her specifically. I love the fact that maybe she's relatable and she's funny and she's just, ah, she's just amazing. And um, so, yeah, yesterday was a great day. It's like all hard work coming together and just, you know, just having faith and staying on that road, staying on that road to finally and forever. Cause man, I've hit some roadblocks and detours and some stuff where I'm just like, ah, and I've had so many people along the way, like you're never going to get there and you're crazy. And what are you thinking? And what are you doing? And it just, it's all feeling really real. And it was just really great. So yesterday I tried not to think about it cause I knew I was going to cry, but you got me today. You got me today. You got me today, Paula. Sorry about that guys. Yeah, it's just good vibes. It's good vibes. It's good vibes. It's good vibes. Donnell. Okay, moving on. Oh my goodness. This is a big one. Let me get right into this. All right. Donnell with the big long post to take me out of the ugly cry. Okay. Happy Friday. Was in a funk all week, letting in the bites of bits after dinner while watching Netflix, a trigger for me that I thought was under control. Okay. So this sounds like was in a funk all week in the bites of bits after dinner while watching Netflix. Okay. So Netflix is probably your glass of wine. Like, for example, like I, I will like when I just need some quiet time, I sometimes I'll pour wine and just hold it because it signals to everybody around me. I'm on a break. <laughs> I'm drinking what? Like, I am no help to you. I am no help to you. I'm no help to you. I am drinking wine. And, it, and sometimes I wake up the next day and my full glass of wine is beside my bed. So I don't even drink it. So I realize it's not even about drinking the wine. It's about holding the wine. So I think Netflix might represent to you your time. Like, this is me. I'm shutting her down. This time is for me. I just want to like, I need a minute, right? So also you cannot eat really and think at the same time. So it could be that when you sit down, you just want to just, 
like just like you know what I mean calm your mind and that's where you get into the bites of bits right so this could be like a coping thing that you've created also it could be a residual habit thing that is hard to break because if you you know that if you sit down with Netflix and that's your coping for your stress and then you add your food in there that's very comforting to you it's a it works for you even though it's I think you're starting to recognize it doesn't work for you so this is probably a coping thing that you did that worked for you and now you're recognized okay this doesn't work for you. but let me finish reading what you got to say Okay. Last night after dinner, I decided to enjoy nature and the beautiful weather we had and took my dog for a 40-minute walk. Not sure who was more excited, her or me. When I got home, I watched the tea time from Tuesday. Amazing segment, I might add. I know, so good. Filled my 20-ounce containers with water and decided to switch it up. Instead of Netflix, I watched Grey's Anatomy live. Instead of, to- instead of tonight from the PVR. During commercials, I got up, prepped my small tasks that I would normally do in the morning before work to distract myself from grabbing those chips uh, and the chocolate covered almonds sitting at the coffee table okay first of all I fucking love this but I love the commercial break because remember like you're you're my age you had to sit through commercial breaks right then you had to be back by the time whatever you're doing you had to be back by the time your show started I love that I love that in the moment in real time like let's think about that message for yourself you know what I mean not putting it on pause not saving it for later not keeping it for the future in real time oh this is good okay in short I did it not one bite and ended up drinking three quarters of the water I set up went to bed as soon as it was over normally I would have watched at least two more shows this is one hour earlier than I would normally go to bed woke up this morning and down two pounds I've never had a single drop that big before. So excited on this week and glad I held out. I pushed through that three-week plateau, making a few simple changes to level up, getting her done. P.S. I tried on a size 10 jean today and was able to get them past my hips and buttoned up. Okay, there is so much here that I freaking love. There is so much here that I freaking love because so many of you are asking, I'm hungry at night and struggling with night hunger, forgetting that one of the signs of detox is being extra hungry, extra thirsty, heading into night, even though you've eaten nutrient-rich food all day, right? So the thought is like, what do I eat? How do I not eat? When in reality, it's like, why am I hungry after I've eaten all nutrient-rich food all day? Ding, 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 ding. I'm probably heading into detox. So I love that you switched up your routine. This, you got, this takes, this takes, this takes, this is like, this is big. You know, like a lot of people talk about this, but people don't do that, right? We all talk about not watching Netflix. Let's switch it up. Let's go for a walk. Let's have some tea. Let's take our minds. Let's be proactive. Let's, let's do something else. What you did here is so huge. I so fucking love that you were rewarded, you know, by that scale moving. Now, no doubt if the scale didn't move, you should, you would have also been rewarded with waking up, having good energy and feeling like you got a good night's sleep and all of that. But at the same time, this is, this took some major balls, you know what I mean? Like with yourself to like make that kind of choice to get up to choose different to go out of your house to go for a walk you know and then to watch a show and then in between go proactive about setting yourself up for an excess um, success the next day like come on who does that who does that who does that you do you did that's 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 pretty that's pretty impressive that's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive, you know, but I love this. Yeah, for so many reasons. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Hi, Tanya. I'm still, I'm struggling adding in carbs into my meals as I'm coming off five years of keto. What kind of portion size should I look for at one quarter of my plate? I need an idea. Oh, hon. Okay. Um, you, I think you've, 
Uh, you know what I would do? I would go and put this on the question of the day. You know, I'm going to be straight up. You obviously, I don't know, are you just back after a while? You haven't been following along or everything about this? I'm trying to, um, okay. Sorry. Uh, you know what I would do? Okay, because... Uh, I... <laughs> uh, so, the, so, I'm going to be just straight up. The reason why I'm having a hard time answering this is because it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Because, you know, I'm struggling adding carbs into my meals coming off five years of keto. That I totally get. However, we are now in week nine and you should have been incorporating healthy carbs all along um, because, you know, your fruits and your, and your veggies and your, and your grains and we're just coming off of winter and, and, and the question about what kind of portion sizes should I look for? I don't even know. I, I don't know how to answer that because I think you have not been following along. And, and excuse me if I'm wrong, but I don't, I don't know how you ask a question about portions and what size and where we're at in week nine. And I know, it's just, and if you haven't been following along, you don't know what I'm saying because this is not gonna make sense to you because it's not gonna make sense to you. That's why I'm, I'm trying to think of a, I'm, I, 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 I just need an idea of what is a normal portion. Like, I don't even, that's such a loaded question. It's such a loaded question with where we're at in the program and the process. I would literally have to explain the last nine weeks to you. Um, a portion size changes day to day, is individual to your needs, um, and is individual in the moment. And portion sizes are always what they feel like and never what they look like. So that's why you, I can't give you a measure of what your portion is supposed to look like. I can't. Um, also, this is the week where we're minimizing carbs. So I, <laughs> I know it's a weird conversation for where we're at right now. Um, Listen, here's what I got to say, Tanya. I'm here for it. I'm here to help you out. What I would do is let the, go over the question of the day page. It's, it's pinned to the top of the top of the page. Um, this is where my team will answer your question in depth. Let us know like where you're at in the program, where you fell off, and a lot more detail to this because um, we can't tell you what portions and we can't we can't I can't answer this based on where we're at because I actually couldn't even answer this based on where we are at in the beginning. It would be because it's just all of our portions have just been in tune every day from where we're at. We don't count, we don't weigh, we don't measure, and I, no one can tell you what size of portion you need. Um, I know that's not really helpful. I know that's really helpful. I know I also didn't handle that question very well. It just kind of caught me off guard um, in trying to find the right words. So we, so, so pop over on question of the day page in my, and give us a little bit more information with that. And um, so, but I can talk about the keto part. Um, you know, your keto ketosis is all about restricting carbohydrates, um, your energy foods to force your body to burn fat and to leave it no choice basically, but to um, burn its fat. So if you haven't been adding carbohydrates all along, you've kept your body in a constant state of needing fat and using fat for fuel. And at this point, it's kind of, you know, the whole point of the last few weeks is really undoing that and addressing and giving your body what it needs. So, and which is, which means giving your body what it needs means carbohydrates and energy foods, right? So that's why I don't know where you're at, but let us know where you're at and the team can, can help you out. But keto, yeah, I mean, years of keto, um, carbohydrates are energy foods. 40% of your diet should be carbohydrates, meaning the majority of what you're consuming should be carbohydrate-based and, and energy foods. So you do need that. So if, if someone does keto for a long time, that's the problem with keto. You, you can't stop keto. That, that's the problem with it, right? Um, is that if you, if you start keto, you lose weight through keto, you have to do keto the rest of your life in order to, ma to, to, to maintain any kind of weight loss. Doing a program like this can be very beneficial in helping to, you know, helping with the 
the, ma the maintain the weight that you have lost, but it's going to mean probably stabilizing your weight and not actually seeing the weight move on the dial. So if you lost like 50 pounds doing keto and you've been maintaining that for, you know, five years by, by doing keto, um, you may sign up for a program like mine and not really lose any weight, but actually solidify the weight that you have lost because that's the work for you. That's the work for you is, is addressing why your body's feeling need to store fat, which we know why, and then transitioning it, you know, giving the body what it needs resource wise, and then building that metabolism back up. And then, you know, and then, and then, and then, and then you can continue focusing on, on weight loss. Okay. I'm going to move on from this topic because it's not my favorite, uh, week behind y'all. Hi, Margaret, but following the lives as I love Gina's boost every day, been a great process. Learned so much. Two pounds from finally and forever, but so many non-scale victories. That's amazing. I love that you're a week behind. There are so many people who are following behind totally normal. You do have the advantage of kind of seeing what's coming down the pipeline, right? Watch the lives, participate, ask your questions. We don't talk ahead in this program, but I absolutely answer questions from behind in this program. So show up, ask all the questions you need. Nobody here is going to say where you, like where you, unless you make, ask a question, that's obvious that you haven't been around. Um, but if you're working on the earlier weeks, no one's going to say, why are you only on week whatever? Why are you on week this? We know why. You've probably been sidetracked on vacation, sick, you know, whatever reason. It's none of our business at the end of the day. Um, as long as you are back, we are just happy about that. Happy about that. Vicky, celebrating my boy's 21st birthday last night. Didn't drink, didn't eat the cake. Everyone was enjoying the goodies and I was enjoying my super resistance to it all. Probably you're super indifferent to it. Do you know what I mean? You probably just recognize you didn't actually want it in which that is feels. That's feels. That's feels like getting to a place where you're recognizing like you're everyone's eating the cake and eating the stuff. And you sometimes you're like, oh yeah, it looks good. And then you realize like, oh, I didn't want it. Like, I don't even want it. I don't even want it. You know, which is, which is a change. A lot of times people are like, oh, it's there. I want it. Can I have it? Oh, I can't have it. And because I can't have it, I want it more than I, more than I would want it even if I couldn't have it. And I just want it. Look at it. It's so yummy. And people are eating it. Oh my God, I can't, blah, 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 you know? <laughs> so when you actually sit there and you're like, oh shit, I don't even want this. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, where are my questions here? Okay. Uh, everyone was enjoying the goodies and I was enjoying my super resistance to it all. Ate some salty meals, but that's it. I feel so freaking, so freaking proud of myself doing all the things. Yeah. You're doing all the things and you're doing the work and you're getting to that place where you're calm about being around food, right? Like that's one of my goals is to have you lose your weight. Yeah. That voice in your brain gone. Yeah. But to sit in a room full of like all of your favorite foods and just not even bat an eyelash and be like, Oh, okay. I'm going to have that and eat it and enjoy it. And you know, whatever, move it along or be like, yeah, no, thanks. Looks good. But I'm not into it. I'm not into it. I always tell the story of when I go to this, um, this tea, this uh, toy tea every Christmas. It's one of the one, like one event I go to. Um, and it's always housed at a beautiful home and it's always catered. And you know, that the artsy baker's always there and she brings in the most beautiful art baked goods, like, you know, gold encrusted muffins and shit. Like it just all looks amazing. And, uh, all the women are, they just, and it's a massive presentation. And of course in a beautiful home and it just all looks, ah, so divine. Um, and you know, I hear the ladies talk and they're trying not to eat it and that looks good. You have one. Oh, you have one. You know, and, and always sit there and everyone will come up and they'll come up to me and be like, you know, do you don't, like, you don't even like, do you even eat any of that? Do, do you like, does that, you know, do you want any of that? And I'm just like, no, it looks good, but 
I sometimes I wish I wanted it because it looks good. But I, you know what I what I would do is I would pick up that gold encrusted muffin and probably have a bite, and that's it, and then put it back. But that's not cool to do at parties. It's not a fun party trick. Um, and then I'd be stuck with like the whole rest of the muffin and handling it there. So that's probably why I didn't choose to eat it because I knew if I did take one of those, I'd eat like one bite. And not that I'm not entitled to have a muffin just because I only want one bite of it. But then literally I'd be stuck carrying it around, or someone would see me putting a whole muffin into the trash. And that's not cool. Um, the point is, though, is that, you know, I'm around food. All, I, can, I can be around food and take it or leave it, right? It's only if it's appealing. Am I going to choose to eat it? Yeah, I'll have some of that. And even then, I'll have a few bites and then literally be done. And, you know, like sometimes, you know what I mean? Sometimes I wish I wanted it, but I just don't. And that's part of getting to this. I, I'm just, I mean, and I'm sharing this because that's part of like life after weight loss is just being really calm about foods, being around foods, seeing foods, watching other people eat foods, you know, just being very calm, very, very, very calm. Very calm. It's so cool. Hi, Kim. First time, first time since September, I had a chocolate croissant yesterday. Brought them home for my hubby. Never indulged like this since starting the program, but I did. Oh, well. Back at it today. Yeah, that's it. Oh, well. Back at it today. <laughs> I love this whole story. I love this whole story. Why is round two so much harder for me? All good. Finish strong. Spring program. Here I come. I'll tell you why. Um, I'll tell you why. Because if you've lost a big chunk in the beginning too, there's probably a lot of solidifying that you're doing your second round. Also mentally. Mentally, it's no joke. Second time around um, can really mess you up. First time around is a lot of shock and awe with the body and how your body's responding, the changes that are making, getting in tune with it. And then when you come back, you kind of have a good handle on that. Plus you also like, you also, you know, you know what's to come. You know, you have certain expectations. You know you can do this. So you may find yourself like indulging in a few more bites of bits because you know you can get back on track. You know, if you, especially if you've lost weight and been successful, that can really mess you up because you know you can do this, you know, so you allow a little bit more bites of bits, you're not as diligent, you think you have a little bit more time, and the next thing you know, you spend the whole time kind of getting back on track. And, and also dealing with that mental stuff, though, is just as important as all the physical work that you do on this program and process, too. Um, so, that, so that's why. There are definitely, there's that fresh eyes post. And if you, and if you didn't watch it first time around, uh, like when you saw, because we posted it in the first couple of weeks, and you might have been in a really good place and super motivated coming into this being your second program and kind of not been like, oh, I don't need to watch that because I'm good. Um, pull it out. Search up fresh eyes. It can be a good, it can be a good reminder of like you have the advantage with this process in knowing what's to come and knowing what to expect. You actually have the advantage. But but it's hard though because you, if, especially if your body isn't responding the same way as last time and you don't want it to respond the same way as last time because you started that process. First time you did the group, your, your body functioned on this level, right? Issues and associations and, you know, certain health issues and all that stuff, metabolism really low, blah, 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 blah. Then you ran through the program, you dropped some weight and you boosted your metabolism and your body's working better and better and better. And then so when you, you end this program here, so you started here, you end here on an energetic, you know, metabolism boosting, repair and rebuild, kind of work body, working on next level, dropping the weight kind of thing. And so when you start the next group, you start from here. And so now your body's going to work through a variety of different issues and it's going to be a totally complete different experience because you're bringing a whole new body to the table. That's a hard concept for people to kind of wrap their heads around. So if you're, if you're, I would, you know, I think a good way to navigate that is to embrace the mental part, mental challenges along the way. Like, what have I got here? Am I going to, do I have what it takes? Am I going to follow through and finish? Like almost like be calling your ass out. Like, you know how this process works. So almost like rise above yourself and be like, okay, what you doing here? Come on now. 
now? You're like, come on now. Let's go. Let's pick up the speed on our water. Let's do this. Let's do that. Like, you got this. You got this. We know what we're doing. Like, come on now. And so when you are kind of experiencing those challenges, look at them as challenges, which are really, really just there to help you work through your stuff. It's challenging you so you can rise above and keep this process going and reach that end game, right? Reach that end game. So it could be the way that you're viewing it. You could be thinking, ah, why do I keep getting in my own way? Ah, why do I keep doing that? Ah, why does this keep happening, right? Well, why? I don't know. Rise above it, right? Be all in. Do the things that you need to do and choose differently because you have the ability to do that. You have the ability to do that, right? Um, but it definitely is a mental processing. The fact that you recognize that, though, that's that's huge, too. That's huge too. So a lot of times what you need to focus, like what you're focusing on first time around is very different what you're focusing on second time around. It's equally beneficial. That's the thing. It's equally beneficial. Like, you know, struggling and then getting back at this, that's, that's huge. Like recognizing why you're struggling, you know, persevering, you know, working through your shit like that, that is weight loss. Um, I saw these, the, there's these girls, um, they have this, uh, account called, uh, this kind of life and they've been following the program. But whenever I get influencers and stuff do my program, it's always interesting. Cause I'm like, are they going to stick with it? Let's see what happens here. You know? Um, and I love them because they are very real about it and they popped on, they did their, their two month check-in and they're like, hey, we're checking in two months on the Gina Livy program and we've dropped the ball. We've dropped the ball and, you know, whatever. And I said to them, like, dropping the ball is part of the process. Needing to take a step back, you know, in life, you know, other things can become a priority. And sometimes you, you lose yourself and you, and you stop making yourself the priority you need to make yourself in order to be successful with this program. And that's just, that's called life. Sometimes life is smacking us in the face and sometimes we can't prioritize ourselves in the way that we want. Or sometimes we need to take a step back, you know what I mean? And, and then see what, you know, see how we're feeling when we're not following to know how well we were feeling when we were following. And I love the realness of that. And that's, that's weight loss. That's, that's, that's weight loss with this process. Sometimes needing to take a break or dropping the ball and then recognizing and then getting right back at it. You know, that's like you're on the road and you got, you got slightly detoured or you decided to go sightseeing, right? You decided you stopped, you, you drove through this cool town. So you're going to, you know, stay at a hotel for a couple of days and go sightseeing, whatever it might be, whatever is happening on the road to your finally and forever is part of the finally and forever journey. The point is not giving up on yourself. And that's why the program is run in digestible bits at three months um, by 91 days so that you can literally, if you stop following on day 50, when you come back, you can pick up on day 51 because you know, that's just life. Life is going to get in the way, you know? Life is going to get in the way. Um, I would love to talk about stevia. I always thought it was natural. Well, what do you think is natural about an artificial sweetener? And I say that because literally it just, I think it encompasses everything because I get asked about this a lot and I'm literally like, what do you think is natural about an artificial sweetener? Everything on the planet is natural, including gasoline, but you wouldn't drink it. Do you know what I mean? Like, think about that. Every single thing on this planet comes from the planet and at one time was in its natural form. So just because something starts as natural doesn't mean that it's, you know, it's meant to consume or meant to, you know, it's good for us. You know what I mean? Nuclear energy comes from the planet. It's natural, you know, and it also blows us all the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is like, this is huge. This natural things don't mean that they're healthy or good for us, right? Like, so stevia is artificial sweetener. Um, it's not its purest form and it is something that is, it is, and that's, and that's what processed is. Like processed, like bread, pasta is a processed food product, right? Pasta is a processed food product because let's take, let's take black bean pasta, for example. You have black beans 
and then you have black bean pasta. The nutrient value that you get out of black beans is not even close, not even close. I should say the nutrient value you get out of black bean pasta, not even close to what you would get in black beans. There isn't the fiber, there isn't the protein, there isn't naturally curry. There's not, not even close to the same thing, right? So that's like a process. So stevia is one of the, um, I would like to not talk about stevia. Why though? Why though? I always thought it was natural, but you are not, a, not loving it because it will make me crave more sugar. No, not at all. Stevia and monk fruit are one of the better, better, um, stevia and monk fruit are one of the better, um, sweeteners. And yeah, I mean, anything sweet, anything sweet will get you to crave more sweet. Um, there is the actual insulin and then there's also the chemical in your brains that are just wired to that, right? Wired to the sweet taste will actually set off the chemicals in your brain that will want you to consume more sweet. Um, but no, because I'd rather you use real sugar than artificial sweetener. So then that doesn't really make sense because if you have sugar, then you want and crave more sugar. Um, I, I, I've said all along, you can choose to have, you know what? I'm going to end this conversation by saying I've said all along that you can choose to use artificial sweetener if you won't. I don't because I have, I have literally over the last 30 years of my life read enough literature on it that I won't touch the stuff. I, I think it's disgusting. It's gross. It tastes like garbage. Even stevia, how can you stand it? Why do you need something that's like a million times sweeter than what actual sugar is? Um, and it's just junk that I won't put into my body. That's just me because I, I have done my research and I hate saying that, do your own research, but I've done my research on artificial sweeteners and I just, I'm not touching them. And so this is where we're all adults. And if you want to have, I don't talk about this on Honestly, because we're grown-ups, right? And so if you want to use artificial sweeteners, go right ahead, but I'm I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not touching them because they're artificial. Um, it's like cows, right? Like cows have a very complex digestive system. And until that's like cows, that's a really that's like like cows. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, cows have a very complex digestive system designed to eat grass. Grass grass, consume grass. Um, and we feed them soy and all sorts of other grains and stuff to fatten them up and to make them gain weight quicker. And now just because that cow can eat the grains doesn't mean its digestive system is designed to process and digest the grains. And humans are very similar in that way. Just because we can consume something doesn't mean we should be consuming it. Um, or, you know, it's the healthiest or it's something is turned into a food product. It's the healthiest thing from it. Um, and I'm not a stickler about too many things. Like I eat all the things. Um, but when it comes to artificial sweetener, I just, I don't know what to say other than, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to convince anyone of anything here either. Right. And so this is why people have their ideas on supplements. If they don't want to take them, don't take them. I present the information. Um, if you don't, if you want to keep taking your artificial sweeteners, keep using your artificial sweeteners, right? That's, that's the thing. Um, yeah, I think that's the biggest takeaway on artificial sweetener. I hate this conversations too much. Keto, keto, uh, keto intermittent fasting and artificial sweeteners. Those are my least favorite conversations, but <laughs> Sarah, because it's you, because it is you, I'm breaking down artificial sweeteners. Um, yeah, I think, I, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, you obviously want a real answer here. So I want to kind of provide one other than my own personal distaste of artificial sweeteners. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's how I feel. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm trying to like come up, but there's just so many reasons. It's like, I'm telling you like 20, 30 years of just reading about how bad artificial sweet. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me, let, let me, let me give me, let me give you an actual takeaway with this. 
So we're talking more and more and more and more and more about your microbiome and what's happening there. And we're starting to really realize there's a massive like a brain, um, like um, a, a, a brain stomach connection. Like you have a, the same kind of like you have a stomach in your brain and then the, and the stu- stomach in your brain, you have a brain <laughs> right in your stomach, and you, which is your microbiome area. Right. And then you have your brain here and the two kind of really communicate. And there is so much that we don't know. There's so much what we so much what we don't know. But there is something about artificial sweeteners that really do mess with your brain and your connection. And there's also something to be said about the old school artificial sweeteners that um, that are tied to insulin resistance. Now that's where that's why monk fruit and stevia is one of the better ones, is because they don't have the same kind of effect on your insulin levels like the sucralose and the Splenda and that stuff did. So when you when you consume those your body acts just like it does when you when you have sugar and it floods it floods with it floods with insulin and then your body can be resistant and and it keeps flooding it keeps flooding keeps flooding so that's why monk fruit and stevia are one of the better ones because they don't cause you and that's I think that's what you meant but they don't cause you to crave sugar they don't they don't have that same kind of impact they don't mimic when you have sugar insulin wise so those are the better ones and the sweetness yeah the just thinking of something sweet will get you to crave something sweet like if you see something sweet you're like you're you're you know what I mean you'll want something sweet so that doesn't really stop that um so yeah, so I so I hope that I hope that I hope that answers the question. <laughs> That's my least favorite question. You know what? Maybe, uh, yeah, and maybe we'll get, Sa- maybe what we'll do is we'll get Sasha. You know what? And, and, and in all fairness, Sarah, maybe what we'll do is we'll get Sasha to do a post on this one day to talk about artificial sweeteners because so many people do ask. So many people do ask. And I know also this is tricky because of diabetics. Diabetics are really nervous at the beginning of the program about re- using real sugar. They're like, yeah, Gina, okay. Like when my insulin's spiking, I have to take insulin for that, you know? You know, it's real sugar is not the same to diabetics, so you do have to be mindful of that. So maybe we'll do that. Maybe out of that, maybe out of that, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll actually do a post for this that will explain it. So I won't have to. I won't have to. I won't have to. Also, um, Sarah's coming on as spill the tea. <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait. We can talk about artificial sweetener there. We can talk about it there. We can talk about it there. I can talk about it there. Hi, Manon. Good morning. I have been so tired since January, which is not normal. I sleep eight to nine hours a night, wake up tired, can't get my blood work results next week, can't wait to get my blood work results. Uh, yeah, because you've been struggling, right? Like you, you've you been struggling and you've been very vocal about this. So you're on my mind a lot, actually. The fact that, and I didn't know this about you, you sleep eight to nine hours a night and wake up tired. Yeah, right? You got something going on. You got something going on. I'm actually quite happy to hear this because I know you have been struggling. So I'm excited for you to get your blood results back as well. I got lots of the items uh, suggested by your professional naturopathic doctor. I will share results with you down three pounds total. I'm following the program, moving my body and my portions are mindful. Yeah, I know girl, you're doing all the things you're even out moving your body. I saw on your Instagram account, you're getting out there, you're moving your body, you're doing all the things you're showing up, you're asking the questions, you're doing the stuff. And I know that you're struggling. So I'm very happy to hear that you've gone to, you're going to see a naturopath. You're getting some blood works done. You're investigating what's going on with you. Now, this process, still keep working on that. Keep working on that because when you find that thing that you need to address, whatever that might be, you could be low in iron, you could be low in your Bs, you can be low in your mag- ma- uh, magnesium, you could be taking D supplement but be really low in it and still have that affect your energy level. So investigating what is going on absolutely is going to be a game changer for you with this. Um, I got to go, you guys, um, but let's talk about Dr. Paul because he is back next Tuesday. 
Dr. Paul, this 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 one is basically all on you guys because I don't have much to ask him. I'm going to talk to him. We're going to talk about what to do with your supplements at, uh, once you're in between groups. We're going to talk about what to do them when you're maintaining. Um, we're going to. Well, I'm going to. But this is your opportunity to ask all the questions that you want me to ask him. So on that poster, um, add your questions, and I'm just going to be making a list of all of the questions. Is any random question you guys want me to ask him? I will do that because um, you know how great he is. So make sure if you see that poster that you um. You that you check that out and uh, let us know what you want me to ask him. All right, I gotta go. I gotta go. Um, another amazing conversation. Another amazing conversation, you guys. I love this. I love where you're at. This is exactly the the kinds of questions you should be asking. Is that those investigative and you know what is going on and you know what I mean? How can I capitalize and maximize and do all the things and make the most of it? The time we have left. Love it. Love it. Love it. Happy Friday, everybody. I hope you have an amazing weekend. Hope that you get out. It's supposed to be another beautiful day today. I hope you get out enjoy the sunshine um i am going live uh saturday at 10 and then i will be um posting the guidelines for a week 10 don't let that freak you out don't let that freak you out we got three solid weeks we go right to the very end of this process show up every single day three solid weeks uh lots of time left to, to put a good chunk in those scales for sure um week 10 is more of the same our higher protein fat revamp so make sure you ask all the questions that you need to be clear remember there's no such thing as a question asked too late a silly question or a question asked too many times um keep them coming even if i don't like them <laughs> keep asking them even if i don't like the questions keep asking them for sure um so so week 10 we're introducing also back on track so more of the same and then we're going to be phasing you off and personalizing the plan in the weeks to follow which is my favorite week have an amazing day everyone i'll check in later bye